Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi, and welcome back to the Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. In today's episode, I am talking about ways that you can keep your students engaged during this time of the school year. Because let's face it, it's that dreaded time of the year, the end of the school year. On the one hand, most of us will be so ready for the school year to end and we're just fighting through to get to the school holidays. But on the other hand, you may not be ready for it to be so close to the end of the school year and maybe you're panicking about how you're going to get everything done. I don't know about you, but at this time of the year, I usually have a ton of work to get finished and it can really quickly feel like we're trying to keep ourselves afloat in a very stormy ocean. I know that lots of you love when I share quick action tips that you can put into action in my podcast episodes. So once again, I'm going to be sharing five quick tips for ways that you can keep your students engaged at the end of the school year. Because it's very easy for your students to lose focus right now, That can make it difficult for us to finish getting everything ready for the end of the year, the new school year, and to finish up students' work for the year as well. So tip number one, which is my biggest tip, is to keep to a routine as much as possible. I know at the end of the year, the temptation is there to start to relax your routine a bit so you and your staff can get more done prep-wise and finishing up the end of the year. But what you're actually doing is taking away your students' routine, and that's usually their safety net. Many of our students rely on their routine and while you might not notice a difference at first when you start to relax it, I can guarantee you will start to see a change soon because the students aren't going to know what's happening anymore, they don't know what to expect, their usual routine is out the window. So try and keep that routine as much as possible. Sure, take one member of staff off the timetable to get other things done if needed or yourself or extend outdoor play for an extra five minutes while you finish something up but try not to make any big changes because those can have a huge effect on your students. Tip number two, don't go crazy with free choice. I don't know about you but many of my students just cannot cope with extended free choice time. Sure, they love free choice when they get it after completing work or for five minutes here and there. But if I was to set an afternoon of free choice, I know I'm going to be in trouble because they just don't know how to cope with that extended period of choice. Try to keep your students busy, keep them working, keep those free choice periods short and sweet. Tip number three, mix up your theme and activities. The end of the year is always my favourite time of the year with putting together some fun themes and the weather's nicer so we can do a lot more outside and I'm going to put a link in the show notes of this episode for some of my favourite themes to use during the end of the school year for you to check out as well as some quick and easy activities that you can put together. My absolute favourite theme for the end of the year is the beach. So we get to go on field trips to different beaches and it's just the perfect theme to get us outdoors, enjoying the sunshine and the weather. Plus it's one of those themes where the activities are just so much fun. The students generally won't even realise they're still working and it's keeping them engaged and occupied. Having that fun theme is a huge way to keep students engaged. You can also think of something that your students enjoy the most. 
Do you have students who love dinosaurs? If so, go for a dinosaur theme. Students are always going to be more engaged in themes that are linked to their hobbies and interests. Tip number four is to provide calming activities and time to relax. This is especially great instead of choice time. I know it's easier to be able to offer choice and let students go off on their own, but it really won't be easier when students get bored or frustrated. And this is when you can start to see negative behaviours present themselves because they just don't know what to do with themselves. Calming sessions like story massage, sensory stories, music therapy, art therapy, sensology, all of these are great for keeping students engaged and working, but also enjoying some relaxing time too. This is perfect for afternoons and getting everyone to slow down. Plus, with calming sessions like this, you can usually run them with less staff than your normal work activities, which means you may have a spare member of staff or two to help get other things done. And I'll link to more blog posts and podcast episodes in the show notes about each of these sessions so you can find out more as well. And finally, tip number five, get outdoors. Take whatever you can outdoors to learn with and I guarantee you will not regret it. When I'm trying to get creative for some outdoor learning, I usually walk up and down the aisles of stores with garden toys in them. Then I try and think of ways that I can use those toys to work on learning. So for example, I will use chalk and water balloons together. My kids love water balloons and they'll even enjoy just standing there and filling them with water. But what I'll do is write a bunch of different numbers on the floor in chalk or shapes, anything that we're working on really. And then I'll call out that number and the student has to throw the water balloon at that matching number. For science, you can send your students outside to look for different insects and animals in the outdoor area. You can even hide paper plates with sight words on them and have students run around trying to find them. I once had my students write letters on giant squares of cardboard and we used that as a giant scrabble outdoors and it was a great activity to do in class together and then to continue it outside as well. All of these are great activities to continue your students learning but because they're outside they're just fun hands-on activities your students are going to be more focused and they're going to be more engaged with them. So what about you? What are some ways that you keep your students engaged at the end of the school year? Head over to the show notes and leave a comment to share with others or tag me on social media at Teaching Autism. You'll also find a bunch of helpful links over on the show notes that I've put together for you as well. I hope you found today's podcast episode helpful. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you again soon. <music>